Welcome to Conscious Corner, brought to you by Conscious Coaching Inc., the show that talks about divorce, family, relationships, and all the dynamics that go along with it. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening. And I want to always thank my team first, Joel, who makes us sound great every single week. He's at East Coast Studio, and you can reach him at eastcoaststudio.ca. And to the music assembly that provide the music at the beginning and end of our show. And you can reach them at themusicassembly.com. So summertime is here. Kids are out of school and everyone is so happy that summertime is here and it's vacation time and days off and time off and all of that fun stuff. And so this week I want to talk about kids and summer anxiety. It's something that was brought to my attention not too long ago. And there are more and more children who are suffering from summer anxiety. And what is that? It's anxiety about the summer. And as much as parents and adults think that, oh, it's summer and kids all love it, there are a big number of children that actually start to feel anxious that school is ending, summertime is here, summer vacation, being at home. And There are reasons why they feel that. And I mean, a lot of it, and it doesn't necessarily mean that your kids suffer from anxiety. Some of them may, and let's not discount that. Some of them may have anxiety. But for other kids, it is brought on by a lot of of things that are going to be different. So kids are very... They're very routine. Kids like schedule. They like structure. And they need it to survive and to cope. And so when summertime comes, often all of that goes aside. And it becomes like everything is sort of loosey-goosey. And, and, you know, nothing is structured. Nothing is formalized. Not everything is just sort of go, go as you flow. You have that. Or you have parents that, like, put them in so many, so many things. And, and it's just like over scheduling. So their daily routine is off and kids like that daily routine. And as much as they might complain about it throughout the school year, oh, I don't want to get up for school. Oh, why do I have to do this now? Why do I have to do the same thing every day? And you get all of those complaints. It's funny because summertime comes and they know that this schedule is now being shifted and going to change. And so their daily routines are off and they can anticipate that this is coming and they know so It's a lot of anxiety for them, for the scheduling things. I mean, as parents, we often put throw our kids into so many things for the summer. One, because we have to, for parents that are working, it's either daycares or day camps or some type of activity that you're scheduling because you need to keep them occupied and you need to keep them obviously safe and they can't be home alone so you you schedule a ton of things and sometimes you want you think summertime is the opportunity to have them explore new adventures and new activities and meet new people and for kids you know some kids may thrive on that but other kids it might be so overwhelming for that because it's one so vastly different from their regular routine to now they're thrown into situations that are so far out of their comfort zone And it might just be overwhelm and overwhelm that's coming to them. It might be too many activities. They might like all of these things, but it might be too many. So, you know, we've overscheduled and that provides a lot of anxiety for kids. 
everything changes. You know, their eating habits change. When they're in school, again, everything is very structured. They know breakfast, lunch, dinner. They typically get, you know, sort of the same types of foods each week, you know, each day, snacks and all that. And in the summertime, you know, eating habits go astray. During school time, we often are, you know, we want to provide more healthy snacks on lunches and things like that. And then summertime comes and it's, it's sort of that let loose or anything goes. It's summer. Let's have fun. We're going to indulge. And everyone does. And that's all fun and great. But when it's done in abundance or when it's done too drastically, where you go from one lifestyle to a completely different one, that can be anxious. It can provide anxiety for these kids and it can be overwhelming. And that goes for anyone. I mean, even with adults, when we change our eating habits drastically, right? It changes a lot in us and and, and, and it can pr- provide anxiety for us too. And it's just a lot of that change. And so, you know, and then they're going from on sugar highs and lows. And for young kids, that is an actual thing. It's a factor to consider when they're eating more junk and sugar and, and candies and sweets and everything else, which we do tend to do a lot in the summer for that fun factor, you're spiking, you're spiking their their body chemistry constantly. So it's constant highs and lows, highs and lows, and that can become draining. And as much as kids like it, without them even knowing it can become draining for them and physically draining. And so, you know, it's too much eating habits uh, being changed. And uh, sleep habits too are changed. And, you know, sleeping is way off. And sleep is so vitally important for children uh, now I mean children from when you have infants and toddlers all the way up to to 20 years old. They are completely still developing in those ages. So sleep is vitally important. And so when sleeping habits change and you get into a routine, obviously when you're in school, that you go to bed at a certain time and then your body gets accustomed to that bedtime, uh, that they they themselves start feeling tired during that time. In the summertime, again, just like anything else, we tend to relax a lot of our routines and habits, which is which is great. But at the same time, it makes it so that we go from extreme to extreme. So from a complete routine to no routine. Kids often stay up late, stay up uh, way past their bedtimes, wake up late. And so their sleep patterns are all off. And that causes a lot of issue and, and, and can increase anxiety levels as well, especially when kids are not getting enough sleep because sleep is what, what repairs and rejuvenates the mind and body. And for kids, that is vital. And so when their sleep patterns are all off, it throws them all off. So that can increase their moods. It can increase their anxiety, their anger, their aggression, uh, their emotional feelings, their sadness. So all of these things, their, their, their emotions are heightened when they get a lack of sleep. So that is something that tends to happen and reasons why kids start to get anxious when summertime comes. Uh, screen times. Screen times are increased in the summer. And as much as we try and control that in the school year, Summertime comes and it's like, oh yeah, you're off for the summer. Oh yeah, it's relaxed time now. It's vacation for you. So screen times are heightened. And so much research is done on the on the amount of screen time children should have. And when that increases, it also increases like 
it impairs their their actual social abilities, their social skills. It it wires their mind so that they have a hard time calming their brain down and and wanting to sleep and and feeling those sense of calms. And so and provides more of that addiction for it. So uh, screen times become unhealth to unhealthy levels, and we forget that because it's fun time, it's vacation time. It's things that we have to start looking at. And I'm going to give you tips uh, in a few minutes just about what we can do to help help diminish or reduce the, the levels of anxiety for kids during the summertime. Travel worries. You know, some kids worry about travel, and as much as most kids like to go away and like to have fun in that. There are some kids that do have those uh, travel worries. Uh, some kids might be anxious about planes and, you know, for so things that they might see uh, on uh, YouTube or, or any type of internet that they watch and things like that or on TV or just their own, their own thoughts about it. They might feel anxious on a plane. They might feel anxious that they have to go to this camp and meet new people and that's travel. They might be anxious that, well, they're going to be away from their friends and so they can't see them. And so their travel, so kids have a lot of travel worries too. And summertime is a time where people tend to travel more and take time off to do that. So these are all a range of things that how and why kids tend to start getting a bit more anxious for the summer. And and some might go and experience like full, full-on anxiety and anxiety attacks and things like that. And some might be less. It just might, might be in spurts and moments. And, and a lot of kids, you may not even know that these things are affecting them. And they may not even know or be aware that these are certain things that are affecting them. So as parents, it's our job to be vigilant and observe and you know, and look at our kids and make sure that we're doing all the things that we can do to lessen that, to reduce that, to give them healthy habits and stuff. So I'm going to give you some tips now because we are approaching that summer vacation time. School is ending in many places that it has already ended. So what you can do to help your kids to cope with, with, you know, the, the new routines that are coming out of, out of the summer. So one is, you want to provide them with that stability, you know, so that balance. So you want to wind their eating habits, keep their eating habits consistent. And so that it's still breakfast, lunch, dinner, some snacks. Keep the snacks on the more healthy end. Yes, include a little bit extra of some of that, you know, the junk, the s'mores at camping and things like that for sure. But you want to be consistent in keeping their eating habits healthy because that keeps their body in a good routine and in good alignment and in good health and condition. And when their body is feeling that, then everything else sort of follows suit. So you want to keep that. You want to keep them regular as much as you can with their bedtime routine and as much as as fun as it is to have them stay up late or not worry. And this even goes for your teenagers. It may be a little bit harder to give them a bedtime. Yes, of course. But, you know, just remind them like, hey, or have that limit, have those limits and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, I know it's not school, but 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock lights out, right? I, no lights on, lights out. And and kind of force that because you want to keep their habits as, as close to normal as possible. So because you want to keep their bodies regulated and the more regulation they have within that, the better. 
and you want to keep their exercise levels up. So it doesn't mean that you have to throw them into so many activities because see, at school, they actually do get a lot more than you think. Yes, they sit at a desk all day, but they're out at recess, they're out playing, they have gym class, they they are doing things. And so you want to keep that level of activity up so that they're not just sitting stationary at home on the couch for the entire day, right? So you want to have something implemented, even if it's just at home in the backyard or going for a walk or or a bike ride or something that you can do and keep them replenished with fluids and things like that, just like you would do throughout their normal school year. So keep them regulated, keep them, you know, consistent with normal routines is a big, big, big way to help uh, lessen the anxiety. Keep their their sleep, sleep, sleep routines, like I said, that's part of the regulation. Huge, 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 huge. And you want to set limits and boundaries. So for screen time, you want to set the limits for that, especially for the younger kids. You want to set the limits that, okay, yeah, we get that you're home. You might get an extra hour a day or a week, but you have those healthy boundaries that at this time it's cut off and you take that device away from them, you know, and then you have some other thing in place that they then have to do then, okay, if you, you know, and it could be a bit of a negotiation even and, and something that you allow for them to come in on and, and have a part in, and a say in that. So, okay, I'll give you an extra, an extra hour on screen time a day, but in turn, you then have to do either, you know, go for a bike ride or go out with your friends or maybe clean the house or something and give them an option that they also have to then do in return. It kind of keeps them in balance then and it keeps them motivated and it keeps them that know that, okay, uh, and it also helps them know that it's not just all about them and, and, oh, it's my vacation time, so I get to do whatever I want. No, it's a give and take within a family. So I'm going to give you this and in return, you're going to give me that because they're participating in family and family, you always know that you, that there are things to do and help. And so that those are good things to instill and follow, but you have to set up those, those boundary times, boundary and limits for bedtimes for, you know, how late they can stay up and, and make sure that you follow through that if you're staying up until 11 o'clock, then you make sure that lights are out at 11 o'clock you know, set the limits. If you have kids that are out all day, let's say they're out all day, set the limits and boundaries because you might have a kid that's very much an extrovert and out all day and wants to be out and wants to be with friends and wants to do all these things. You have to set that limit. Okay. But at this time you need to be in because they need healthy boundaries, right? Not just a free for all that. Okay. You know, we're happy that you're out and doing things, but they need to have that quiet time. So you have kids at the opposite ends, right? And sometimes it's they they get anxious when they actually have to stop that activity and stop that doing because they get anxious when they're not with their friends and they're not being stimulated and stuff. So you have to create that balance. So you need to be in at this time. You need to be shut down at this time because that's creating the balance for them. So uh, keeping healthy boundaries and limits is really important. Spending time together is great because, I mean, summertime does a lot for that and a lot of people take time off during the summer to do summer vacations, family time together and stuff. But spending that time because knowing that your kids are a little more anxious in the summer because of all these things, 
spending that time with them makes them know that they're you're still connected to them, you're thinking of them, and also helps lessen that anxiety because at least they're with people that they feel safe with, secure with, loved. So spending that time together is really important. And it's good to just reconnect and do things together, whether you're traveling, whether it's going to the beach or a bike ride or camping or wherever. It's good to have those connections too. So make sure that you do something and spend some time together throughout the summer and give them that as well. And last thing I want to say is be okay to slow it down in the summer. And I will say that parents often feel as though summertime they have to amp it up. They have to amp up all the activities and all the vacations and going out and and all and even the food and and the sleep times and everything everything is amped up when you have kids who are like on such routines and they're already amped up throughout the year they still have their extracurriculars that they do throughout the year everybody needs that bit of downtime you know us adults we take vacation to have that downtime because we're constantly amped up for our jobs right we're amped up for the job and the work that we have to do and all the things that we have to think about in our family lives and schedule and attend to and go to and everything else. So we need that vacation time to slow it down and it allows our mind and body to rejuvenate and recoup. So for your kids, their summer vacation time is exactly that. And I'm not saying for the whole uh, summer because two months is a lot, but even for a few weeks, allow allow for the time to slow down for them, just to give them that a little bit of space and maybe not overdo on the activities. And as much as it might be, well, oh, I have to work, I have nowhere else to put them or nobody to look after them. If they do have to be in an activity or in a day camp or in a group or daycare or something throughout the day, provide for that downtime afterwards at home. Then it's okay. Then you know what? We don't have to do things afterwards at home. The spending time together could be, we're going to watch a movie together, right? Or uh, maybe we're just going to, we're going to both get to read a book and just be quiet. Or we're just going to sit out in the back and enjoy and just enjoy each other's company or play cards or something. And it could just be that quiet downtime at home, but give them the opportunity to slow it down a little and so that their minds can recoup and rejuvenate in their bodies as well. So yes, and like I said, not for the entire summer because you don't want to then on the other end start producing sloths and <laughs> that are completely slow and then it's harder to amp them up again for school. But you want to create that balance. So in the balances, allow for some slowdown time at some point in the day for however many weeks and balance that out by trying to keep their schedules consistent and things consistent to how they are normally are. Keep their routines as consistent as you can, their nutrition, their sleep, everything as consistent as you can. Spend time together so that they do feel that connectedness because summertime can allow for that and and because a lot of people take time off. And you have those things sort of in balance, it will reduce the the levels of anxiety for your kids and the amount of time that they feel anxious. And whether they do or not, maybe just doing a certain, you know, tweaking a few, and changing a few things might provide so that they don't. So you want to try those things and help it so that your kids don't feel anxious going into the summer because you want to keep them as healthy and happy as possible And these are ways that you can start doing just even, uh, you know, small ways that you can implement in your own homes to help your children through that and so that they get the best summer possible and you too, 
so that you also have the best summer possible. So when as, as parents, as adults, when the home is more harmonious, is more peaceful, is more well-balanced, everyone feels great, everyone. So, you know, keep these things in mind. Uh, share with me your stories and how you, what you do for the summer, how you help th- keep things consistent and reduce uh, any type of anxiety levels in your kids. I'd love to hear it. You can write to me, send me messages uh, you, through the my website, consciouscoachinginc.com. Email me, Leah, at ConsciousCoachingInc.com. That's L-E-A-H at ConsciousCoachingInc.com. Or visit the webpage, or, or sorry, the Facebook page, at, and it's Conscious Coaching Inc. Share with me. Tell me your stories. I love to hear. And share this podcast out. This is how we get to spread the word and help everyone in our communities and the people out there. Because the more we share, the more we are here for each other and to support each other because we are all a community. And always know that you're never alone because I'm Leah and I'm in your corner. 